Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back. It is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. By the way, if you're on the free Odyssey app, you can always hit the old rewind to go back and listen. Um, Bobby Wilder was tremendous, former Old Dominion coach, talking Taylor Heineke with us. It was fascinating talking about how much, obviously, he has changed, gone out to change some of the things that uh, have plagued him in the past, including, you know, durability was a big question, certainly, going into last year. If he had a play, which he did for 15 straight weeks, and really remember it was COVID that knocked him out. Although he did have a, you know, a Cowboys game, the first one he got hit pretty good, and um, you know I, I can't believe the guy wasn't concussed, but I think they called it a shoulder injury at the time. Missed the next week, the Eagles game when the team had the rush of COVID, then was back on the field after that and finished off the season. But you know, 45 pounds since college, significant amount to still have the mobility. We certainly saw that last year. The guy can still move and get out of the way. Um, you know, I, obviously Bobby probably got, knows a few things he probably didn't want to share with us. I, I get the feeling, and I'm hopeful for this, that, you know, we'll see, you know, some of the, again, going back to the Ryan Fitzpatrick criticism of this offense that he was in, you know, for half of last season, you know, leading up, he was on the whole offseason he spent in it. Then, you know, what, a quarter and a half was that he says they have plays they like. You know, it's not necessarily about getting said player involved or, you know, run this play because this is what somebody's good at. But I got a feeling there is going to be a lot more of that this weekend, and, and hopefully I'm right. And if I'm not, then shame on Scott Turner. But there are definitely some things that they've got to get to that they can get to that they could not do with Carson Wentz to accentuate uh, the strengths and the positives of one Taylor Heineke. And certainly there's some things that they did with Carson. They're not going to be with Taylor. Uh, even though, obviously, he went with the arm strength coach and all that this summer, uh, working with um, and those kind of things. But, again, I, I thought in the preseason, again, it wasn't a ton of time on the field in terms of the game. But in that Kansas City game, it looked like he had a little bit more lively, a little bit more lively zip to it. And, grant, and granted, it's preseason. Pass rushes are different, things like that. You know, and those kind of things, you know, tend to – like your, your mechanics tend to break down sometimes. You go back to old habits in real time. And, look, he's not going to be able to do what Pat Mahomes does. We get it. Understand that. He's not going to be able to throw it like Wentz does, who's 6'5". Totally get that as well. But you can't tell me he's not going to process faster. You can't tell me he's not going to give guys a chance after they catch the football because he's going to get it out quicker because he knows the offense. He knows where people are supposed to be. 
or knows the place. <laughs> I think I'm just going to say knows the place. Ryan. I don't know why that makes me laugh so much thinking about Ryan Fitzpatrick, who didn't say anything when he was here. He had no personality whatsoever. He wasn't Fitz Magic for us. He wasn't any of these things. It's like Alex Smith, who's now you know talking of Alex Smith, like all these guys that leave here have these great personalities. So they're like, where the hell was that when you were here? I don't, I don't have time for that. Come on, you know, like Alex Smith has all these things to say now. He said nothing here for like ever, and nothing to say. Now he's got all these great takes. It's like, dude, come on, man. Where was that when we needed you? Yeah, Fitzpatrick, that time is like a blur now, thinking about it. He didn't play enough in the preseason either. He's bringing these new quarterbacks, and you think it's just going to be like instant oatmeal. It doesn't work that way. Whatever instant oatmeal tastes like. I didn't even like oatmeal, but anyway, you get the point. Uh, Ron Rivera today not uh, given a whole lot in terms of what um, – is going on with Carson Wentz. Obviously, just confirmed the surgery. They confirmed that Taylor Heineke will start. Um, didn't talk a ton about, uh, you know, timetables, you know, pins and hands or whatever it's going to be. Jake Fromm, by the way, of uh, Week 18 fame from last year, that Jake Fromm, has been signed to the Commander's practice squad earlier this morning. So they do have a, another quarterback in the house, which makes you think, hmm, okay. So maybe this isn't just a, a four- to six-week shorter end of the thing. And, you know, for what it's worth, Bobby Wilder did say 11 weeks multiple times with us in the last hour. You want to hit the rewind and go back and listen to that. Um, and he spent a lot of time with his former quarterback on Saturday. Just, you know, just sleuthing here a little bit. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But I, I found that to be interesting. So, you know, not not uh, again, not wishing any Ill will for for wins on the injury front. I feel bad the guy got hurt. He's had a uh, certainly a tough go of it. But man, there's just some things in it. Going back and watching that game from Thursday earlier this morning is just like just drive you crazy as to how things um, that appear to be obvious and easy, like the layups again, not taking the layups, and that are available in this offense um, over and over, just frustrate you. And, you know, we'll see. And we'll talk more about the defense. I think there's some better things going on there. Could have also been the opponent, which was certainly part of it. Uh, the Packers' offense right now, I don't know how much better it is than the Bears, frankly. Certainly have a really good running back, good two-headed monster when they actually give them the football, when they're not trying to prove a freaking point about their quarterback being a Hall of Famer, you know, working with guys that he didn't want to work with in the offseason. So, you know, just having zero chemistry at this point. I mean, it's not surprising. By the way, who won in all that, right? Devontae Adams got paid, but he's on a team that's bad. He's knocking photographers over, leaving the field now. I mean, it's just like who won in that whole scenario? doesn't feel like anybody did. I mean, the Packers overspent – well, I guess the two players that got paid did. I mean, Rodgers and Devontae Adams both got buku dollars. Not buku wins, but buku dollars. I don't think the Packers are any threat to have home field advantage again and choke at home. That's for sure. But we'll get more into them later in the week. All right, on the Sam Howell front, and I mentioned I'd do this earlier. All right, so for those of you who want to play this out, you know, clearly you're going to have to, as I said before, you're going to have to play – Taylor Heineke's going to play first. It's not surprising to me whatsoever. Knew this was the way it would go. I mean, look, they're trying to save the season. They're trying to stay in the season. Got to win. Now you're trying to back it up. He gives you the best chance to win. You're, you're not going to a rookie – who you just don't know what's going to happen with. Will there come a time when they go to that rookie this year? Potentially. Potentially. Um, but we don't know. 
how far down the road that'll be. Maybe they would. Obviously, if Taylor gets hurt, he's in the game. I mean, that's that's pretty simple. That's a simple math there. But yeah, maybe at some point you are. But you know, to do that now here in the middle of October, that would be pretty drastic. It would be different if they had a guy they didn't know could play in games and win games for them, but but they do know that. So, of course, they're not going to go to Sam Howell right now. But, you know, December, that's probably more along the lines if you're mathematically out of it. You know, and the, the fascinating part of all this will be, you know, what will be the appetite to get Wentz back out there? Like, is that going to be a priority? And, you know, we talk about the 70% thing. And who's counting that, you know? I mean, you know, who's looking at that and what are you thinking about? Do you need to see another round of him to decide whether or not he's worth keeping through the offseason and working with him? And I know a lot of people are like, no. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing. That's the other thing you got to think about here. And, you know, sometimes, and this goes back to the old conversation about having personnel saying being the head coach, where you want to prove you're right and you your instincts were correct. And, yes, this is a workable situation. It just needs time. You know, we heard a lot about that, you know, prior to all this drama last week with the game and the other report and the coach, you know, going blue in the post game, uh, which was, you know, when he said quarterback, you know, because, of course, all those great years of work Brian Dayball and, you know, Daniel Jones have put in together. Okay. Cheap shot. But, yeah, I mean, because that made no sense, right? It made zero sense. And, by the way, that offense still is not particularly great in New York. But yet they're winning football games over and over. They play, like, complimentary football. Like, head coaching matters. You know? Coordinators matter. All that stuff works hand-in-hand. It's been working for them. It's not been working here at this point. Do you think the defense is playing better? We'll say that. Defensive front has been really good the last few weeks. I mean, everybody has contributed. I mean, John, John Allen's obviously been excellent. Sweat had the huge game two games ago. Abada's been really good. Been really good. So they've got a lot of things to be happy about. Heck, the guy wearing Ryan Kerrigan's jersey made some plays. John Ridgway character. I mean, Two Hill, James Smith, Williams. I mean, think of all of them have come through and had their moments in games here recently. The defensive line's been good. Back seven, you know. Is it been better because William Jackson's off the field? I don't know. I mean, they still get t- – I mean, Kendall Fuller's still getting cooked. But, you know, safeties have been pretty strong. Well, let me correct myself. Forrest and Curl have been pretty strong. You can do the math on who's not necessarily always strong. But, you know, overall those guys you can be pretty happy with. St. Eustace had some, had some moments. Obviously had the game-saving play. The other night. The Wild Goose. <laughs> greatest name in football history. It's been good as well. Uh, speaking of William Jackson III, Sam Fortier earlier on Twitter said uh, he is denying he wants to be traded. So he doesn't know where NFL Network got that report from. Well, hey, there you go. Says he's continuing to rehab his back injury and hopes to return soon. Well, I'll give him a hint who the NFL Network normally gets their stuff from. Teams and agents. So, <laughs> if you want to know, it, it's not picking up rocks and looking for sources. They don't have to work as hard as uh, some of the other networks. Usually, it's a team source, okay, that, that gives them that. Usually. Or the agent. 
So that's usually where that comes from. Just to just to let Bill know, in case he didn't know. All right, coming up, what can Taylor Heineke do to keep the job the rest of the season? Is there a pathway for him to play the final 11 games? And um, at this point, is there any reason to get Carson Wentz back out there? 301 We'll get to some phone calls coming up on that. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson here with you today. Be in tomorrow. So then my friend Doc Walker will be back in the house on Thursday with us. As uh, I got a lot of things, obviously, to talk about with the Commanders today back at it. Uh, this is the bonus day, the unopened practice because of the bye. Well, not it's not a bye week. It's the, the weird week, the short week they just suffered through, the Thursday nighter. And um, so they have a practice today, which is not not that any of the practices are truly open, by the way. It's just that you get to see them stretch and all that stuff. But obviously, Ron Rivera uh, talked earlier, and, you know, we heard the stuff from – William Jackson III as well on uh, where that story came from, not agreeing that uh, there was any issue there with um, him asking for a trade. I mean, what whatever it is, I mean, clearly something isn't adding up here with William Jackson III because the team had him 
listed as a full participant the day after the Titans game, the day he, remember, said he took himself out of the game. They said it was a coaching decision. <laughs> All right. Um, wh- whatever it was, okay, he says he's got a back issue. You know, they're disagreeing on all that. And, you know, Ron Rivera now saying there is a back issue with him. So, I, I don't know. A lot of, lot of stuff that doesn't add up here. And maybe it's just people trying to say face at this point. You know, let's play nice and we'll try to get you out of here if we can. But we don't know if we can. So, we'll see what happens. All right. 301-230-0980. We'll get to some phone calls here. Uh, look. We talked a lot about the decision. Taylor Heineke is now in with the injury, I should say, with uh, Carson Wentz. What do you expect from him? Is this an opportunity, realistically, for him to just take it and play through the year? Or do you think, no, no, no. At some point, look, Carson's going to get back on the field if he's healthy. They've got to at least see him one more time uh, to feel, get a feeling for whether or not he is, in fact, the solution at quarterback here. Or are you the mindset, no, 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 no. Don't need to see that again. Let's maybe you know give Taylor some some time here, but get the hell get the hell thing ready if need be, because you got to find out about him as well. All right, so three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get to Will. Will, thanks for waiting with us. You're on the uh, team nine eighty here on Burgundy Gold today. Hey Scott, how you doing, buddy? Good man. Good, good. Hey, I think that this is more of a problematic situation than is being alluded to right now because I think if, if, if Taylor Heineke is what they thought he was such that they put him on the bench for that reason, because he doesn't give them, you know, he, he, he's not a guy who's going to take you to the Super Bowl. He's a good backup quality backup, which is what everybody's saying. Sure. If that is what he is and Carson Wentz showed what he showed this season, if Howe isn't a superstar right off the break, then you're basically saying, if you're Ron, you're basically rebuilding at the quarterback position again. Yeah, And so you're in a really, really bad situation. So you almost have to keep Wentz at the end of the season. If Heineke, if Heineke doesn't turn this ship around, you almost have to keep Wentz because where else do you go? If, if Howell is not that guy, boy, you, you, you just got to throw anything out there you can to try to win games next year. Well, and it, I it also it's will. I think it's it's probably why you're a little apprehensive to to be in any hurry to get Sam Hell out there because you want to make sure whenever it, the time comes, if it does, that he is truly ready to show something. So people say, okay, well, at least you got this insurance policy here, uh, you know, for down the road. Since clearly you look like you blew it with the guy you picked this past offseason. Yeah. You know, so I I think that's the other reason why I could see them being a little little itchy or a little less. You know, a little concerned about going how too soon. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. But look, I mean, this is what's got to drive you nuts about this whole thing. If you're Ron Rivera, and certainly if you're Scott Turner, I mean, you thought you were getting one thing, and you thought you could coach through. Like all these guys do this, right? They think they can bring in talent. Ah, oh, they didn't get it done here or there. But no, no, we got the fix for this player. And sometimes that works. Look, sometimes change the scenery, change the structure, change the whatever. A uh, guy just, you know, being introspective, learning about himself. It is, you know, enough to, to kind of turn things around. It isn't like it hasn't happened before. But, man, you know, you can tell me it's a new system, and I, I understand that. You can tell me all this stuff, but I, we're just seeing the same old, same old of bad habits from this player, which I, I'm sure has them scared to death. Whether they're ever going to admit it in an open microphone or not is a whole different thing. 
But for now, you just got to try to win some games to, you know, to take away from that. Just from that. <laughs> and players out due to injury. Hey, you know, we were feeling good about where we're headed with him had he stayed, but he got hurt, so we played Taylor. And you know, whatever. You, you know, you know how it goes. You know the company line. What we're gonna get. Let's get to uh, Ron next, who's with us here on the team, Nunnery. Hi, Scott. Hey, nobody. I think that. I think that Taylor's getting an excellent second chance here. Last year, he was behind the uh, uh, the quarterback that got injured in the first game, in the first half, and you know, I look at that as his rookie year. I mean, I don't I don't know how anyone else is looking. at it. That's a rookie year for he just got to play the season, but you know, he had to learn Scott Turner, and I think that's his biggest weakness is Scott Turner. Scott, is Scott going to do call some of that RPO stuff like the coach was saying? I mean, he's got to, man. If you don't incorporate that into the play calling, I mean, we're going to be seeing the same thing. Drop back, drop back, drop back. This guy's not just a, a classic drop back passer. Right. I think he's one who has some excellent uh, physical skill. He's got. He's very mobile. you got to take advantage of that. Joe Theismann, hey, hey. Joe was very like, I mean, you got to roll them out, man. I mean, how did Joe, Joe wasn't the biggest guy in the league. He wasn't, he had a pretty decent arm, but I wouldn't call it, uh, you know, a cannon exactly, but that's what the game is about. It's about moving the chains, isn't it? If you don't move the chains, you can't move the team. So, uh, that's my thoughts. I think Heineke would do real well. I've been calling for him for a couple of weeks and, uh, you know, and the, the guy, he's the man. He's the man. He's got confidence, man. Who, who has it? Joe Theismann. I'm sorry, a.k.a. Joe Theismann. Uh, here we go. Uh, I've been around watching the uh, the Burgundy and Gold for a long time, ever since I moved here from an area that's close to the Cowboys. And I've never been a Cowboy fan. So I've been with the Burgundy, Gold, Burgundy and Gold. And when I moved here, man, I was really excited about seeing a lot of players from my home state on the team and, uh, all of that. But, you know, over the years, this guy, Snyder, has not maybe done the best thing for the team. Uh, he's a fan, too, but we all are. So, Scott, if you're listening, Scott Turner, that is, if you're listening, please call some plays for for this kid so that he can excel, and it'll make you look good. All right, yeah. that's all I got. <laughs> that's good stuff. Hey, you know, um, that, it was funny you brought that up because I thought that was another thing that was fascinating and, and a very good point from, from Coach Wilder earlier was, you know, Taylor and Scott have been around each other, you know, since Minnesota, right? He came and recruit. he, well, scouted him. You say scouted, not recruited, scouted him uh, down there when he was when he was in with the Vikings and he was at Old Dominion, when Taylor was at Old Dominion, and they've been together enough now where last year his, like he said, like he was just thrown in the thing. He didn't know what to expect. You know, went through it, went through the 15 weeks as the starter. Now they have a relationship as such where he, you know, feels more comfortable with saying, hey, you know, let's do this, let's not do this. Like I said, at the, la- at the end of last season, and Doc, actually Doc was with me. We did the postgame show, and, and we talked to Taylor right after the win at the Giants game. It was a hideous win, but it was a win, whatever it was, uh, for the 7-10. and 10. Like, he was pretty introspective about what – he was going to work on and things that he was going to go out and set out to do, his goals for the offseason, and he was well aware of the fact that he was not going to probably be the starter when the next year rolled around because somebody else, you know, was going to be here. But he also was also realistic that he would be on the team, and he was like, if I get the chance again, here's what I want to do. And one of the things he said he was like to be in a system 
or at least have plays, <laughs> plays they run, uh, that would showcase his athleticism and his mobility. And, you know, again, he's not the kid that was at Old Dominion. They didn't run RPO. You know, they weren't an RPO team by any means. Uh, they were spread offense. They threw it around. A lot of his, his, his running in college was scrambles, just like last year here with the Commanders or the Washington football team at that time. You know, he, he was, you know, that was one of his checkdowns, if you will. And But the difference is he's, again, 45 pounds larger than he was when he left college, you know, stronger in his muscle, and he still can move, you know, use those things. But he's not not to be mistaken for, you know, somebody like Jalen Hurd, so you want to take those kind of collisions or be running like that, or Lamar Jackson for that matter. But certainly somebody that you could just, you know, ask him to keep it every once in a while just to keep the defense honest, which they don't have to worry about now. With Wentz, clearly. They did one keeper this past week in the Bears game. Oh, my God, it's so terrible if you watch it. He actually somehow got positive yards out. It was almost like it was an egg timer. He was running it out. But anyway, it's just, you know, this is not there anymore for Wentz. I mean, there was a time where he could move for a big guy. Not so much anymore. But, yeah, I mean, I, I roll him out. I mean, I'm not saying you're going to run him 20 times a game. But, yeah, I mean, let him roll out, you know, if you're worried about your offensive line or what have you. I think the offensive line is playing a little bit better. Uh, they certainly – want to run block more, I would say. It's interesting how they really like to run left, obviously, with Norwell. Yeah, with Norwell, left side. Leno, they like to run that direction. Seemed to be where all their big runs came last week with Gibson and, uh, and, and Brian Robinson as well. So, you know, hopefully this will help the running game, having a quarterback that may actually keep it every once in a while or get an opportunity to if they throw those plays in there. Everybody should have the plays. Not saying you call them all the time, but certainly you should have them. All right. I will think. I would think this is going to look a lot different in some ways this week, and just maybe from the fact that the skill position guys will catch the ball and have room to run and get, a, get the ball come out quicker. I would think that's going to be a big point of emphasis this week, as it was last year with Taylor. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Let's get to Tippy. Tippy, thanks for waiting, man. You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. Scotty, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Got it, buddy. Shout out, shout out to your producer, Mike. He was real polite, and I appreciate that. Hey, man, where's everybody's memory? I looked up Tyler Heineke's throwing arm in the sports dictionary. It said, see rubber band. Okay? <laughs> he ain't got no arm, man. And, and I like the kid. I hope I'm wrong. But he just ain't got a professional arm. You need an arm. I don't care how much weight you put on. Look, I said back in August about Sam Howe is going to be the man. He's going to be a star in this league. What's everyone waiting for, man? Hey, and Scott Turner, he got the imagination of a doorknob. Can you run a reverse to number two? He's the fastest guy on your team. Man, they'll be lucky not to lose this game 50 to nothing. They need to get it on, man. Hey, this arm is not going to get you anywhere. It doesn't matter what kind of leader you are, the guests you had, making them out to be John Unitas or something. And I hope I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm from Missouri, Scott. I'm from Missouri. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Great show. Thanks, buddy. Tippy's the show me state of mind with with uh, Taylor Heineke and the Commanders. I love it. <laughs> I understood the Missouri reference. Thank you. 
All right, if you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get back to calls. 301-230-0980. Tippy doesn't want to wait. He wants Sam Howell now. Uh, how do the others feel out there? And do you think there is a is a path here for the next 11 weeks uh, for Taylor Heineke and perhaps Sam Howell as well to keep Carson Wentz off the field if he comes back healthy? 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy in gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live in the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Phone lines open 301-230-0980. Fred Smoot at the uh, top of the hour. We'll talk uh, commanders with him. I want to get to the defense, obviously the news. Carson Wentz is going to be out. We don't know how long, but uh, can they get a jump start from Taylor Heineke? Anthony said, uh, as a fellow Missourian, I believe if Tippy were to pay attention, he would notice that our defense is in the top 12. So the office, uh, pick it up uh, steam, watch out. So if the offense picks up steam, watch out. Yeah. Our defense has been playing better. Have been playing better, and I know um, it's hard for some people to admit because you know you got your feelings about Jack Del Rio, or whatever. But you know that's why I was laughing a few weeks ago when folks were discussing the idea of it got bad enough. You know, would you fire Ron? Would you fire Scott? And all these other things. And I was like, Well, do y'all know who would finish the season as the head coach? More than likely, yeah, that's right, Jack Del Rio. Wouldn't that have been a story? But eh, I don't think that's going to happen. Look, they, they're, there's so many things going on with this organization right now. Making a coaching change in the middle of the year is just uh, cray-cray. Just too much, too much. Um, I'm just seeing here uh, from the NFL Network folks, um, Ian Rappaport just a little while ago saying that uh, from the NFL owners' meetings that Jerry Jones is still behind commanders under Daniel Snyder, and unless that changes, nothing else will. Yeah, amen. Yo, hello. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying this for a while. A lot of this other stuff is interesting, but, but uh, you know, still Ron Rivera saying, but it will not be important unless one of you know, those 31 guys want it to be important. And right now they don't have enough to do that. And until they do, again, you know, it's a lot of smoke, but, you know, the fire's not going to build without that. It's just not. Uh, he's not going to just decide to wake up tomorrow and sell the team. Because people don't like him. Not going to happen. 
All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get back to calls again. If you're, if there's somebody, by the way, that, that does want to make the case that no, they they got to get whenever Carson Wentz is ready to go, he needs to play. Feel free to do that. I'm all ears. Um, also, you know the scenario where you can be Taylor Heineke for eleven weeks if he's going to help jumpstart things. Or are you like my man Tippy, who's just ready to just skip ahead to Sam Howell right now and let's go. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Let's get to Bones. Bones is with us here on the team that Eddie. Hey, no Bones. Hey, Scott, thanks for taking my call. Um, Mike, um man, uh I heard Tippy and all these other guys, right? But I'm telling you, man, I'm content with going uh the rest of the season with Taylor Heineke. You know, because with Carson Wentz, you don't get no much. You don't get no upgrade. I didn't see no upgrade from Carson Wentz. You know, as opposed to Taylor Heineke. You know, Carson Wentz didn't show me no whole lot. You know, the games that he played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What he showed me was that he was shell shocked. You know, he was shell shocked. You know what I mean? He, you know, because he didn't been hit and hurt so many times. He shell-shocked. That's why his feet kept dancing back there in the pocket and stuff, you know. Yeah. He's telling Heineke to know how to get out of the pocket and, you know, and make a play and try to make a play. You know, he's not shell-shocked. He got hot. You know, he's going to try to make something happen. I'm willing to go through the rest of the season with telling Heineke, and I got confidence that he's going to upstart this offense and win some games for us. And I believe that wholeheartedly. You know, now, if they want to do something different next season, okay, so be it. You know, if you want to go out there and get you a big. Oh, we lose Bones? Oh, man, we lost Bones. He was on a roll, too. Yeah, man, I you know, listen, you're going to lose a little bit, certainly in the downfield passing game, but you can still function um, if you can, you know, cut down on the sacks, the interceptions. And, again, get the ball to your playmakers in space quicker. I mean, that was the biggest killer for Wentz. And I'm telling you, you're, you're going to notice J.D. McKissick again. Um, you know, you're, you're going to notice him in the game plan again. I think it's going to be an accident. And, obviously, the ability for your quarterback to beat you with his legs is going to change some defenses a little bit as well. Let's get a junkyard dog next here on the Team 980. Hey, man, what you got going on on that show? You got a whole lot of people calling in. I think this is this Groundhog Day. Wasn't we having this same conversation last year? I don't think so. Go ahead. Yeah, we was having the same conversation about Sailor Heineke and what he could do and this and this and that and all that. And we had that damn if we ain't right back at the same situation again this year. You know what we got? We got bums. We got bums for quarterbacks. That's what we got, bums. That's what we got. We got bums and, you, and whatever. And we and there's no way out of the situation. We got nothing but bums. The only thing we can do, nobody. Look, I got. I know more football than anybody got in their little pinky finger. We need to jump into that dumpster again at the end of the season. And get us a quarterback. And this and this organization shouldn't is not capable of bringing along a quarterback. Well, Bones, who do you got on your list, man? Since you got all the football answers, 
on the dumpster for the quarterbacks? Huh? Who do you got, Junkyard Dog? Who do you got in the in the list? Who's your list of quarterbacks that you would jump in for? Well, everybody keeps talking about the kid Young from Alabama, but yeah, Bryce, I ain't yeah. sold on him. Well, you got to lose a lot more so- games, right? You can't win any more games to get him more than likely. Right, I can't. No, right, but I'm just saying, I'm not okay. sold on him, and, okay. and 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 I ain't particularly sold on Stroud. Okay, so you hate everybody. <laughs> no, I'm 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 just. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Gotcha. Whoever, I'm just saying that we don't want the, we don't want the general manager that we got now, or Rob Revere, having anything to do with this organization next year, as far as bringing in anything. Gotcha. Well, that is the rub, right? Because if you don't trust the people that are making the decisions, and you know they're trying to clean up their own mess on aisle three, so to speak, then that's the tough part here too. What makes us think that it's going to be any different just because it's another swing at it, so to speak? Um, what about Will, Levi, Will Levis from uh, – Will Levis – I mean, Will Levis. Will Levis from Kentucky. You like him? Oh, we lost John Carrot Dog. Anyway, yeah, I, listen. I would like to think they um, will actually be able to get something out of Sam Howell at some point. I'm just not sure it's – today or tomorrow or, or next week, but down the road. Because, yeah, I mean, you're right. And, and then, like, the, the rub is here. If you think Heineke, and I do, I think he's going to help them play better. They might actually win games, too. You know, maybe not enough to get – certainly not enough to get in the playoffs more than likely, but enough not to be the worst team in the league and in, in picking in the top five or what have you. Then, then if that's the case, you know, you better hope you got a quarterback here. It, it doesn't appear to be a, another offseason of – Although I said that last year, and then of course there was quarterbacks available, so I don't, I don't know. Doesn't look like there were any really good answers or any solutions outside of maybe making a trade for Geno Smith at this point <laughs> would have been the would have been the move, right? Last off season, in his own sort of quarterback kind of game manager sort of way, I guess Marcus Mariota has been all right uh, as well. But there have not been any real difference makers, if you will, from the group that was brought in this past off season. So. You know, there's there is uh, probably not going to be anything huge coming out this offseason either in terms of vets, unless I guess you know Tom Brady woke up and said he wants to play one more year. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping it, uh, and decided, hey, this is where I want to go. Uh, I don't even know if you want Tom right now, man. What's going on with Tom? Skipping walkthroughs for for Bob Kraft wedding. Oh boy. Anyway. All right, coming up. One of the decisions that, uh, well, look, it was a swing and a miss this offseason was Russell Wilson. That's not looking too great right now for the guys involved there in Denver. We'll get to that a little bit. Also, if you're on the line, 301-230-0980 and Fred Smith at the top of the hour uh, talking commander's defense and whether or not he thinks Taylor Heineke could help jumpstart this season uh, when he joins us next year on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today, Scott Jackson. all today, uh, Doc will be with us here on Thursday. Uh, we'll talk to Fred Smoot at the top of the hour. Been talking a lot, obviously, about the commander's quarterback situation with Taylor Heineke in for now. question is how long does Carson Wentz get back on the field? Do you want to see him back on the field at this point? 
Or was uh, six weeks good for you, two and four? Um, 301-230-0980. And what could this offense get from Taylor Heineke's return if you think it's anything? Well, maybe you do think it's something, but it's not positive. But if you think it's anything positive. Roddy's with us here on the uh, Team 90 to Heat, nobody. Uh, good, good to hear you back, man. Hey, uh, t- to me, uh, when you when you have a coach like Ron Rivera that's been around the league thirty plus years, man, not too many of those coaches want an inexperienced quarterback, and he showed us by going to get uh, Wentz. Um, so when we got Wentz, I, I thought to myself, well, Scott Turner got seven wins out of Heineke. Maybe we can get a few more with a better <laughs> arm talent, right? But I was drinking Scott Turner's Kool-Aid, you know, because of that. I was like, well, at least he can open up the playbook. But as right. we can see, it's not working out too bad, too, too, too well. So, to me, Heineke, like, like Bone and other people said, at least Heineke will get out of the pocket and try to make stuff, you know, off schedule. Um, but until this team gets out of the, you know, we, we have to find a quarterback at some point, And I know that's hard to do. Yep. We got. We have to. He has to catch up. This team has to catch up with with this era of NFL and put a rookie in there and go with a rookie to see how that works. Because I mean, yeah, RG three was a rookie. Yeah, it didn't work out. But you 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 can't. These retrans are not. They they don't want inexperienced quarterback play. And I understand that because sometimes that works when they get a quarterback with experience. But to answer your question, I mean Scott Turner. He'll he'll get a few wins out of hockey. That's all we got. Is, is Heineke. So yeah. I think we'll be okay until, you know, they, they come to make the decision whether they're going to go back to Wentz or Heineke. We just got to wait and see it. That's what it is with this team every year is wait and see with, with everything. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Good, good point. Hey, thanks for your call. And let, let's be honest, too. I mean, with a lot of the things that have helped improve seasons with these guys and this particular staff, has been things that have been forced upon them. I mean, like the initial, like you know, like the initial starters are are usually not the, not always the right guys. Like it's the reserves that come in or the people that are kind of forced upon them. Change that is forced upon them has at times worked better than the change that they have decided to make. You know what I'm saying? So from that standpoint, you know, maybe this this will be better. Uh, you know, but again, how how long can you ride with this with this route? Right with Taylor. And we'll see if he learned some stuff from playing last year. And I think he, I think he'll show that. But yes, there are going to be some things that will be limited from this, eliminated from this offense that you might have had with, with Carson. But let's be honest. I mean, some of the there's more negative. There were so many more negatives in terms of the sacks. You know, being sloppy with the football, inaccuracies that you know that makes you think, hmm, okay, I'm willing to check this out for a while and see if a if a redo, if you will, will be better. Because the end of Carson, I mean, that Thursday night game, man, whew, you can tell me he broke his finger at halftime, whatever you want to say, but whatever it was, it was, uh, it was pretty horrible. Pretty horrible. And again, you know, Curtis Sam, yes, probably drops a touchdown pass. Maybe makes you feel a little bit better on the night, but, but still, they, they've, got, they've got to be better. You know, third down offense has been freaking hideous. I mean, absolutely hideous. I mean, they converted three third downs um, over the last – excuse me, five third downs over the last three games. Five. I mean, you can't win that way. I mean, it, the fact they won one game is incredible. I mean, it is amazing that you got one win out of that. I mean, your defense is on the field way too much. They're actually getting better. They're actually getting better. 
Um, so there, uh, there is hope there. But again, it may be maybe some other issues pop out. Who knows? But the third down part of it, I'm, I'm willing to bet they'll do better this week than they have the last three. Uh, Rudy is with us here on the team tonight. He done, Rudy. Hey, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Look, sure, man. You know, Ron Rivera been making this mistake ever since he he signed uh, Fitzpatrick. You know, Fitzpatrick is sort of like a a Tom Brady type. You need to have that line straight for him to have time to do stuff. The same way with Wentz. You know, if you're going to bring Wentz in here, you should have straightened up the offensive line. I know they say that, you know, you done got rid of a couple of players saying that you you are upgrading it, bringing in some players from from North Carolina, from his old mm-hmm. team in North Carolina. But, you know, it didn't help the line. And as soon as he got out there, you know, as soon as he sees that rush coming, he got a little skittish. Yeah. He's throwing the ball away, throwing it up high, throwing it, you know, and, and that hasn't changed. You know, he can't trust his offensive line to have enough time. To, to get these things done. So he's always throwing off the, you know, the wrong foot and everything else. But, you know, it, it, somebody said before, it's because Ron Rivera, he has control over the players. He has control over, you know, who's on the team and who's not and everything else, the quarterback and everything else. And he didn't pick the right player. So who do we blame for that? We got to blame him. Yeah. All right, Scott, I'll let you go. I'll, let, I'll hear what you have to Thanks, say. Thanks, Rudy. Now you're right. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, they made two terrible decisions at guard. You know, we'll see if Norwell can turn it around. I mean, I think Turner clearly wasn't ready to start the season. They, like, shockingly, not really. Uh, they've had center injuries again. I mean, Schweitzer's coming off surgery. You know, you know, Schweitzer's coming off. He's, Schweitzer's always been injured, I should say. And Ruyer's coming off surgery. And I like Schweitzer, but he but he he gets hurt. I mean, we've seen that since he's been here. He gets hurt, right? So that's been a problem. I do think the group they had on Thursday was the be- was better with Larson at center. At least the snaps weren't you know at the kneecaps of you know at the ankles of Carson Wentz the whole night like it was the previous week. Um, Norwell didn't seem to be getting you know put on skates like he was in previous games. So that was positive as well. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, they, they made some mistakes there. And, you know, going back to what one of our callers was pointing out earlier about getting with the modern NFL in terms of playing a younger guy at the position and a cheaper version of that guy, that's a benefit to it, right? If you can play a guy on a rookie contract, hell, a guy on a non-first-round pick rookie contract, even better like the Seahawks did for years with Russell Wilson, you can really build up your team. Now you also have to make the right draft picks. You also have to uh, do well in free agency. I mean, these are some things we can question here, right? Have they done both? Have they checked the boxes on both of those? Not necessarily. Had some hits, had some misses. Free agent part of it, really outside of year one, when they were going on the cheap, uh, were some big hits. So, I mean, even this idea that if they get some huge cap savings from Wentz, does it guarantee you anything successful down the road as far as, you know, the ability to go out and get, you know, go go out and get better players, just because you have money to spend? Not not really. We've talked about this over the years. There's more evidence that spending big in free agency doesn't work than it does. I mean, that's just the way it's been throughout the history of free agency in the NFL. I mean, wherever do these things work out? And not a free agent, but right now, I mean, a big investment in terms of trade and then a contract. Russell Wilson not really working out, right, with the Denver Broncos. 
last night got, came out like a house of fire, and like they were ready to go ahead and crown him, like he had he'd solved his problems, and with a, again a first time ever head coach in Hackett, and you know Wilson has not been good, and it looks like a frustrated, you know, just lost offense at this point. And then he gets hurt later in the game, and now they're you know wondering what what he'll look like moving forward. I mean, it's it just it, it's not pretty by any means. Not pretty by any means right now for uh, Denver. A much bigger investment. So I guess you could feel good about that if you're a Commanders fan. Well, at least you didn't bite that apple. But I think it's still something you'd be willing to take a risk on with the guy's track record. But right now it doesn't look too great. And they're wasting a really good defense in, in Denver. I mean, that's a solid defense. That was a really good defense they had built. But their offense is killing them right now. Absolutely killing them. God, how many more times do you see them in prime time? <laughs> Can we please take the Broncos off prime time, please, please, please. All right, let's get one more in before Fred Smith at the top of there. Cliff, go ahead. You're on the uh, team nine eighty. Hey, good afternoon, Scott. I got to disagree with the um, the second caller from the last caller. We have quarterbacks. The problem is Ron Rivera and his staff don't know how to build an offensive line like Joe Gibbs and his staff. How did we get the Hawks? We drafted Jacoby. No, Jacoby was an undrafted free agent. We got him. We drafted May Grimm. Mm-hmm. I think we already had Boston. I think we already had Stock. And we worked at them. And we worked at that offensive line out until they molded to become a legendary offensive line. Ever since Joe Gibbs and his regime and the Hogs left, these pretenders had came, and the offensive line had been doing nothing since. And outside of Brandon and Sheriff, I know they didn't want to bring Sheriff back because they was too cheap to pay him. They should at least kept Earth Flowers because that took away the continuity of um, him and Leno on the left side of the offensive line. And look at Morgan Moses up there in Baltimore. He was a cast off. Now he in Baltimore. He playing ball. What they need to do is – Actually, I think the tackles line. have been pretty good, Cliff. I think the tackles have been pretty good. Uh, obviously not as big of an investment as when you had Trent here. Love to have seen them keep him, but you know, listen, Sheriff was never re-signing here. I don't know what the deal was, why. I mean, they offered him a lot of money. He played at a cap. He was never coming back. So I, but the, you're right about the flowers thing. I think that's abundantly clear. They screwed that one up royally. Wish they could admit their mistake and maybe give him a call, see if he wants to come back. Maybe they have. I don't know, but that one looks like the big one that's just – you're going to be kicking yourself in the ass all year for that one, for sure. So, Offensive Line, by the way, did perform very well last year. They did. Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. I think Matt Smith's a good coach. I just don't think he has the materials, and I think they picked too many guys who have been injury-prone, one of which, of course, is, is this Trey Turner guy that's just not the – he's not the guy they knew in Carolina anymore. I mean, he just doesn't have it physically anymore. He's washed up. That's why he's not in Pittsburgh no more. Yeah, right. And Heineke's going to play, but the minute the offense don't crank like they were supposed to try to make it crank, they're going to start complaining again. Why we got Heineke in there? Why we got Heineke in there? It's damn you do, damn you don't. And I'll sit back and listen. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, but I look, if another quarterback fails, if you will, uh, in what, what they're doing, I, I think you'll start to question a lot more than, than just the quarterbacks, right, at that point. I think that's what you question. I, I would be surprised if the offense doesn't have an uptick this week. I really would. I'd be very surprised they don't have an uptick. Familiarity, guys want to play with this guy. Um, sure, you're not going to have the threat of a 70-yard touchdown, but you can still make big plays other ways. You can still dial some stuff up. 
I think you're going to be a more physical team too with uh, running the football. So uh, that part of it I think will be interesting to see. Now, how long can it sustain those kind of things? I don't know. That's what we're going to bring Fred Smoot on next because he calls himself Smoot Stradamus at times, and among other things. He'll join us. We'll talk about uh, the commanders and how much better is his defense, how much better can they be, and if he can figure out what the heck is going on with William Jackson III. All straight ahead here. Burgundy Dold today, final hour with you next here. Scott Jackson on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.